0: Uh, We are always honored to have her on the show. She is a partner and a sponsor of this program. And she is actually a Veterans Benefits Attorney with Tabak Law Firm based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with offices located across the USA. Uh, Today we're going to be discussing the argument against VA decreasing benefits. And it's been a lot of uh, scuttlebutt about what they are planning to doing uh so I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that you're bringing this topic up, uh Monica. Uh so how are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you, Doctor Arnold? Oh,
0: fine, fine. Uh just uh, you know, uh working day by day, uh, just uh, lost someone I knew it was uh Keith Cooper who died tragically in that uh uh in that um uh shopping mall in Hyde Park. Um, you know, was being carjacked and got killed. Uh, it was just a horrible oh loss. Oh, my goodness. What a horrible loss. And we'll be talking about him more at the end of the show, uh, you know, giving him a tribute. But this whole thing is, uh, you know, it's really dedicated to his honor today, the whole show. So, uh, but, you know. Oh, my
1: goodness, Dr. Arnold. I'm so sorry. I am. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes.
1: Kind of been a rough time for all of us. My father also passed away. Oh. Um, last month, and uh, you know, my father is my inspiration for all of this. So, yes, yes. Um,
0: oh, he, he's we, my um, first. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Thank
1: you. I have been embraced by the Marine Corps family in a way which I uh, I never expected. So, temper five.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, you know the the. You know you're you're part of our family, so. You know, our service members and their family members are our family members. So, you know, we don't feel any different. And I I feel like if someone passes away, uh, they're they're part of my family, and I feel the pain. So um, they've been a part of my life my whole life, so I just uh, feel for that. And, you know, we'll we'll have some kind of special tribute to, uh, to your dad, too, on one of our shows when we come up because he was a Vietnam veteran that did save, serve this country um, honorably. And um, I remember all the stories you told me about him uh, and, and what he was doing. Um, and, you know, uh, just a wonderful man, wonderful man. Uh, so, you know, tell us a little bit more about this argument against VA decreasing benefits. What What are they trying to do? <laughs> And Oh, your your cell phone is breaking up. Okay, great. Uh, So, you know, and and this is uh, something that uh, was really horrifying to me, uh, Monica, because I started hearing about these decreasing benefits and how, um, you know, they're sort of making, I'm not sure, laws or plans or, and they've been doing things uh, that uh, been happening. So, you know, um, I, I know that your your uh, communication is better. Uh, so, so w- what is this whole thing? What does uh, this decreasing benefits mean? What why is the VA doing this?
1: Um, it's interesting. I don't know why they're doing it, but suddenly it's something that is very popular with them, and they are doing it quite a bit. Hmm. Um. Um, And so what happens is our veterans get a letter, and it's about 30, it's a 60-day notice is what it's called. You have 60 60 days to contest this. But in the fine print, it says 30 days. It says you must respond within 30 days in order to demand a hearing and keep your benefits at the same level that they currently are. So that's important because you must demand that within 30 days. If you don't do that, they're going to decrease the benefit, and then you can argue about it on the back end. So you want to argue about it on the front end. You want to argue about it on the 30-day hearing notice that's in there. So what you do is you just demand a hearing. And when you demand a hearing within that 30 days, um, they will not decrease you until after that hearing. If you miss that 30-day threshold, they are going to decrease your benefit, and then they're going to give you time to argue about it later, which is what you don't want to happen. You don't want to be, you know, arguing about this on the back end. So that's one of the things that makes this incredibly important is that if you're not represented by an attorney or you do not have a VFO helping you out, you have to pay attention to that letter. Um, The difference between a 100% rating and a 90% rating is something to the effect of $1,300 a month. That is wow. you know, detrimental to people. Um, wow. There are numerous rules that come in play. They shouldn't be decreasing you if you're over 55 years old. There's what they call the 5-year, the 10-year, and the 20-year rule. The 20-year rule is if you've had it for 20 years, they can't touch it. Mm-hmm. The 5-year and the 10-year rule is that you have to show Um, what's called sustained improvement. And they have to show that both through medical records and comp and pen exams. So they order people the comp and pen exams, um, and I get a lot of calls from veterans saying, why why now? Why are they doing this now? Um, Mm -hmm. If they don't consider your disability to be what's called static, they can decrease you. So a static disability is something that will never change. Um, you lost your hand. It's not going right, to grow back. Right, right. You know, you are completely blind, um, and that's not coming back. Static disabilities can't be um, reduced or um, taken away from you. Um, so you want your disability to be known as what is a static disability.
0: Okay, yes. Yeah, you know, You know. Uh, one of the things, uh, Monica, when you were mentioning that, I was thinking, um, you know, when we actually had to prove that we have a dis you know disability or that you've been injured in the line of duty they have tons of paperwork you have to fill out you have to go through this whole process uh you know it it, it can be some, somewhat laborious and that's why people like yourself and your firm are so important for people to know about and the, you know in the VSO services as well but it, it, even more important is knowing that you have a lawyer that's behind you like your law firm so all of this fighting to find out that, you know, yes, I do have a disability, but now they can actually arbitrarily send me a letter without having any further, you know, justification and say, we're decreasing you <laughs> with no evidence? Right.
1: <laughs> well, they try and say there's evidence. They send you to a comp and pen, and it has to be a culmination of the evidence. It has to be both the comp and pen and your medical records that show a sustained improvement. So that's what's important is how does a compensation and pension examination exactly show a sustained improvement, right? right, That's the question because (laughs) they're interviewing you on a certain day and they're gathering their information on a certain day. So I guess the bottom line is I can fight this. I can fix this. I can make it go away. And I'm the person for you to call or my firm is who to call on, the, on these types of instances. But you have to just keep in mind, the most important thing is, is that this is very date-sensitive. If you do not demand within 30 days a hearing, mm-hmm. they will decrease that benefit.
0: Okay, so so if you're above 55, 55 years or older, you should never see this letter, right? Uh, from what That's saying?
1: correct. That is correct. Okay. That doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but uh-huh. that that's correct. <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to work.
0: Okay. <laughs> and then also... Um, why don't you give you a telephone number now uh, so that uh, we're going to ask, you know, this repeat it again uh, in, in a few minutes, but uh, give you a number right now so that people know sure. how to call you.
1: Sure. It's 414-375-1735, and that's 414-375-1735. And you, if you just give us a call, we will, um, you know, take a look at your benefits, and if this is happening to you, we can certainly help you with it. Um, One thing totally off-topic, I guess, is um, there is the beginning of what's known as a mass tort suit right now about sleep apnea machines, Mm -hmm. and that if you had a certain brand of a sleep apnea machine, it could actually make your condition worse. Um, So that's something you can call me about right now, is if you have sleep apnea, Okay. and um, you have been prescribed a CPAP machine, um, there is kind of some interplay between your VA benefits and what's going to become uh, a mass tort um, that you can, it's similar to what we're seeing with these 3M lawsuits right now.
0: Oh, excellent. Okay, so those of you who are out there that have been treated for sleep uh, apnea, who have uh, used the devices, um, you know, you need to call uh, this number, the 414-375-1735, and get get yourself in a situation where you're actually defending yourself uh, because um, these things happen, especially if it's made your condition worse, then it means that you're going to have maybe potentially, you know, having higher medical bills or, you know, things that you have to do to actually contend with a worsened condition, right?
1: Well, absolutely. And then, you know, then we have interplay between the VA. Did the VA prescribe that CPAP machine to you that we are now finding as faulty? There are some questions there that you're going to want a lawyer to take a look at what the interplay is going to be between um, basically the malpractice of this provider and, you know, the VA prescribing you a machine that we're now finding as faulty. So it's very, I, we're in the very early stages of that, but it's, it's It's notable because uh, VA only recently started to service connect um, sleep apnea. For years and years, we fought with them about that, and they said no. And I've seen maybe in the last two years that we're getting approved on sleep apnea claims um, and that they're finally, you know. And actually, there is some literature, again, kind of off topic, that tinnitus and sleep apnea can go hand in hand. So if you have both of those conditions, you know, that's something to call me about as well um, because we're seeing we don't really know what comes first, the chicken or the egg, but we do know that they're hand in hand.
0: Well, wow. yeah, because, you know, one other thing, you know, Monica, that, you know, I'm wondering about because you, when you mentioned that they may send this to you, you know, that the, you'll get this, you know, this 60 day notice. Um, Mm -hmm. One one of the uh, other uh, people we had on, you know, on an earlier show was uh, the National Coalition for Homeless Veterans. And what they're saying Mm -hmm. is is that, you know, the eviction and foreclosure prevention uh, legislation that was in effect will end at the end of July. That's less than uh, two weeks away. And this will actually put Mm -hmm. veterans on the street. They can lose their homes, uh, you know, and that kind of thing. So even if the VA sent you a letter, and you're you're homeless. You, you don't get the letter, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's very frustrating. Um, there, you know, there's an argument there, obviously, um, for the homeless veteran that you didn't get proper notice, and so we can certainly argue about that um, in court. Keep in mind, though, that we're still in the COVID exceptions, mm-hmm. and um, the VA sent out a blanket letter about a year and a half ago saying if you mi- if you miss a deadline. Um, because of something regarding COVID, um, we may make an exception for you. And they have not withdrawn that yet. So if you do miss a deadline, it's very important for you to call an attorney and try and get the COVID exception while we still have it, um, because those dates really are hard and fast, the 30 days and the 60 days for you to respond to VA. But if you contact me or someone with my firm, we can certainly try and use the COVID exception, especially if there's been some homelessness or eviction that is kind of on a different, um, vein, I guess I can always argue for homelessness and evictions or fear of homelessness. Um, if you have a hear- a hearing level, so if you are not at the agency level and you are at the board level, and you are set to go in front of a judge, Mm-hmm. I can get you expedited on the docket based on homelessness or eviction. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. At the agency level, I can always put the argument in.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and, you know, one of the things, too, is that um, as, as you're doing this, you know, I think it's really critically important for people to understand, you know, this is such complex uh, information, such complex Um, proceedings that you have to go through and procedures and understanding, you know, make sure that you do call, um, you know, uh, Tayback Law Firm, um, you know, because Monica's been dedicating her life to this and, you you know, her uh, father, she was mentioning before, is a veteran. Um, You know, he served this country and, um, and uh, he, you know, was a a phenomenal, phenomenal veteran, uh, you know, that we um, should all look up to. And, you know, call the 414-375-1735. Don't just sit around and try to solve this on your own. Um, if you, you know, it, it takes a lot. It takes someone who has that uh, training and understanding to help you through the process. And so please. And absolutely,
1: Dr. <laughs> Arnold. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't okay. mean to
0: interrupt you. Oh, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> Um, You know, when we do these radio shows, um, I always take a look back at the statutes and the laws and kind of what's going on right now, Um, you know, before I I talk to you. I I treat our radio shows as if it's a a hearing or something that I'm preparing for because I always want to know, want to make sure nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. And in that vein that you were just talking about, um, the statutes, are complicated. This is not something that's easy. There's a rule if you're 55. There's a rule if you've been service-connected for five years, 10 years, 20 years. If it's static or not static, it, it truly is something that is complicated. So, um, you know, a lot of times we talk about filing forms for claims and getting started or restarted. This is something that's a little bit beyond that, I'd have to say. Like, there are certainly forms and things that have to be sent in, um, but it certainly takes re- legal expertise. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm all for VSOs. I think they do a great job. Um, <laughs> they help our veterans in ways that are just phenomenal. Um, but something at this level, I do believe that you are better served with an attorney because yes. it really is case law heavy and statutorily heavy. So this is something that we need to unwind for you to make sure that the VA does not take your benefit.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you you were in in a court situation... And you were sitting there and trying to defend yourself. And I don't know what type of evidence I need. And I have this piece. And maybe I'll show them that I had a cigarette light in my car, but I don't know what the implications of that are. You know, you need an attorney that knows what's going on before you start pulling pieces of paper out and shoving them over uh, because it it may uh, paint the picture in a different way or it, it may not show the full picture of what is going on. So you need someone who's familiar with the paperwork and knows what exactly what you need to have in your records, or to you know to, to put that on the table. So I'm I'm really glad you're there because uh, we would be lost without the kind of help you give. Um,
1: well, and keep in mind that we have experts in our back pocket, right? If they send you a cotton pen and they say you're all better, I have I have doctors across the country that, you know, will take a look at your service treatment records and your military personnel file and what's going on right now with your, you know, diagnosis right now that can refute that comp and pen exam. So I have those people and I have those resources that can help you do that, that you may not have access to yourself. Um, oftentimes I have veterans that come to me and say, well, my doctor is willing to opine that this is from, you know, exposure um, to burn pits or exposure to, you know, herbicides or something like that. But your doctor's um, opinion has to be written in such a specific way for the VA mm-hmm. to accept it. And that's, that's what I can do for you. I, I can certainly send you out to an expert. I can even work with your primary doctor and making sure they have the correct evidence that they can give the correct opinion that the VA will consider. Um, okay, I'm doing yes. that quite a bit right now. Yes. So yes. It, it, it is a little complicated.
0: Okay, very good. Uh, you know, always we run out of time. I, I, just, I can't stand we it. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, you know, the next time we speak, uh, Monica, on the show, you know, uh, one of the things I was, I was thinking about was like, who actually. Uh, Our legislators are allowing this to happen and why are they letting this happen through the VA system, you know, Mm -hmm. where they're uh, doing these 60-day notices. So that's a a whole other complicated issue. But thank you. Thank you. That's a great
1: question. I (laughs) I love that. We will talk about that for sure.
0: (laughs) But uh, I just want to thank you, uh, Monica. Uh, Again, Monica Island Carras, the Veterans Benefit Attorney with Tabak Law Firm. Uh, based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with offices located across the USA. Uh, and she says she has a whole team of uh, attorneys and people who are working hard on your behalf, including um, you know medical examiners uh, that can actually help you with your process. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Monica. And I know I'm going to be one of your uh, people that reaches out to you, so <laughs> I'm going to definitely be doing that um, uh, in the short term, uh, hopefully within the next week or two. <laughs> Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.